welcome to Insider Insights Podcast, a place where we dissect everything social media. I am Theo, content writer at Social Insider and a longtime fan of everything social. Every month I'll talk to social media professionals who work in freelance, in-house for a company, or in an agency environment to get the best of all worlds. So grab your coffee and let's jump in. Olivia Messina is based in the US and is the social media and community manager in the global marketing team of The Post. She has a passion for social media and is all about community and engagement. When Olivia's offline at The Post, you can find her creating content for her personal channels, reading or getting a quick workout in. In today's episode, Olivia explains the importance of building authentic connections with your audience and providing exceptional user experiences in social media. She is a strong believer that human-centric content is the key to a successful and long-lasting social media strategy. Hi, Olivia. Thank you so, so much for accepting my invitation. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, I'm doing amazing and I can't wait to jump in. Excellent, excellent. Uh, okay, so let's start this podcast episode by getting to know you a little bit better. How would you describe yourself in a few words? I would say that I'm very creative, energetic, and just excited. I love my job. I show up every day with a smile on my face, and I have a, such a passion for what I do. So I think I'm just very excited and always so eager to get started and dive in. Oh, that's so that's so warm to hear. <laughs> I'm so happy that you love what you're doing. Um, okay, so uh, if you're if we are talking about what you're doing, <laughs> why don't you tell us how did you start your career? Uh, have you always worked in social media, or was it something accidental that ha- that happened later? Yeah, of course. So I actually started my career as a teacher. So oh, I wow. went to school to be an elementary school teacher. Um, and I actually taught fifth grade for a while. And then this past summer, I was teaching summer school. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm really not sure that teaching is my end all be all. I don't, it's not truly my passion anymore. I think it was in the beginning. And I, I love working with kids and I still do. But I also have been running my personal social media as a business for about five years now and generating income from that. So I'm not new to the social media world. So this summer when I was kind of hitting a little bit of a wall, I was like, I think that I should pursue social media um, and work for a company. Um, I was thinking about pursuing my own social media, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I really like contributing and working with a team and contributing to a bitter, bigger picture. So for me, I, I started exploring and applying to social media manager positions. And I found myself in the B2B space and working at Octopus. So um, yeah, and I think this is a good time to just point out that like, it's never too late to change. And just because you have your degree in something doesn't mean you can change or you can't change roles down the line. So I'm so happy I ended up where I am today and I, I wouldn't change a thing. That is quite a story <laughs> and you made quite a, quite a big change. Um, but that's great. I'm, I'm really happy that you found your dream. Uh, I actually can relate to this because I also switched careers. <laughs> I worked in due diligence and now I work in marketing, which is my ultimate dream. So that's, that's yeah. the most important thing. Uh, now, 
uh, I know, I personally know a lot of people who think that the social media manager role is easy and all you have to do is scroll through social media all day long. And I know for a fact that this is not true and the job itself is really challenging. Uh, so let's debunk this myth by telling us what does your day-to-day schedule look like? What are your daily activities? Yes. Yeah, so... I can say that honestly, every day looks very different and there are so many things that I'm doing every single day. Um, But the thing about social media is people do think that, oh, you're just on social media creating posts all day, but there is so much more that goes into it. And I feel like I'm always doing other things and I just want to be able to sit down and write posts and engage with my audience. But, you know, there's other things that go on and other things that I'm kind of managing. Um, So for me, my day honestly looks like creating content to go out on our corporate channels. Um, We also have, we're an employee advocacy platform. So I also help create all of our content that our um, advocates share out. So I'm both creating content for corporate and then for our employees to share out. Um, I'm also just started um, a podcast. So I'm working on that for our company Um, and then also, um, planning is such a huge part, you know, everything that you do, um, goes back on your strategy. So planning goes into a lot of it and, and every quarter we have a plan, we have a whole year plan. So I think planning also takes up, um, some time and really getting our goals and and aligning everything to them. And then it comes to the the managing part of social media. So actually going on the platforms and responding to comments, engaging with my community. Um, and that's actually probably my favorite part of the role. I do love creating and, and um, you know, making amazing content. But when I get to sit down and, and log into our socials and see our customers, see the prospects, see everyone in the social media industry commenting that is so fun to me because I'm also the community manager. So mm-hmm. it's a huge part of my role and nothing makes me more happy and more excited than sitting down and just talking and engaging with our audience. That's awesome. And congrats on your podcast. <laughs> Thank um, you. Is it a social media marketing related podcast? Yep. It's a B2B social media uh, podcast. It's called Behind the Feed. Awesome. Um, so talking about everything that B2B social media managers go through behind the feed. Awesome. Looking forward to listening to it. Um, uh, you mentioned that you are also the community manager. How do you, how do you manage to keep your uh, communities hooked? And how do you manage the negative, I don't know, discussions that sometimes happen in social media? Um, well, I think that when it comes to negative comments, we have found, and I will say I'm still new to this role. And in my personal social media, I honestly haven't experienced trolls and a lot of negative comments. Um, And I'm still new to this role. And we have had a few negative comments and trolls and things like that. And I think the best thing that we've done is just kind of ignore it for now um, and not engage back with it. Um, I don't know if that will work forever, but sometimes not acknowledging it and not getting into a debate or an argument is, is sometimes a better way to approach it. Um, because, of course, we don't want to spread the negativity or go deeper into that. But as far as um, kind of managing community, I think it's all about um, talking with our customers. And the big thing that I'm so strict about is if someone takes the time out of their day to comment on your post or engage with you, then 
they deserve a comment and engagement back. So something that I do every single day is go through and respond to every single comment. Um, even ones that don't necessarily warrant a response, I'll respond with an emoji or something like that because, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you feel good when you get engagement back from a brand because they are a brand. There's no real face to it. So yeah. when you have that little bit of engagement back, it just, it makes you feel good. So that's kind of one thing that I'm, I'm, I love doing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's actually a really great advice. Um, And now because we're talking about social media, um, where do you find inspiration for your social media campaigns? Because I can imagine it's quite challenging to come up with new ideas every time, especially working for a tech company that it's not that doesn't have necessarily that creative vibe around it. Yeah. um, So the one thing that I do, if I'm ever stuck, because there are definitely times where I'm sitting at my laptop and looking at my screen, trying to create a post, I'm like, okay, (laughs) but um, when I have these moments or when I need like a brainstorming session, I honestly will call on my colleagues because they've been in the industry a lot longer than me. And I think it's important to tap into their minds because they're just as creative and inspiring and they, they know what works. So the first thing that I do is I'll have a brainstorming session with them and just kind of talk about what's working, what we could be doing better, fun ideas, things that they're seeing. Um, and that always helps. Mm-hmm. I'll also turn to social media and, and see what's going on, see what people are talking about. Um, I like to go to Twitter for this because you can just I think it's easy to just type in social media and everything will come up um, under there with things that are trending and what people are talking about. Also LinkedIn as well. But um, I think it's important to see what people are struggling with, what is really going on in the social media world, industry news. Um, I'm a part of a few social media groups on Facebook. So that always helps. And then lastly, well, this is not guaranteed to work, um, but I do look at our competitors and see what they're doing. I think it's always important, no matter what industry you're in, to keep an eye on your competitors. And of course, you're not going to copy what they're doing because social media is not one size fits all. And what's working for them is probably not going to work for us. So it is a good idea, though, to always keep an eye on what they're doing and and get inspiration from them um, and see what kind of content is is engaging their audience. Um, But I think just turning to social media and, and see what what the conversations um, are kind of um, what conversations are being had right now. So it's kind of what I do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you you actually have a lot of places to find inspiration from. You just have to <laughs> look for them. Yeah, um, exactly. And speaking of social media campaigns, can you think of a social media campaign that you created and you really liked that you're really proud of? Of course. So um, I think this would have to be our company culture campaign. And especially for B2B social media, um, I think whenever you can incorporate people onto your profiles and showcase the people behind your brand, it always does better because at the end of the day, yes, it's business to business, but we're it's human to human. We're selling to another person. And when you can show people, it, it creates relationships and you can relate. Um, so that is consistently our top performing campaign campaign because of that exact reason, because we, of course, we relate to people. Um, and it's also really fun because it's an opportunity to create exciting and engaging content. 
Um, this is where we do a lot of our employer branding content, kind of showing people what it's like to work at Octopost and just showing and sharing stories about our employees and kind of the journeys they have been on. Um, one thing that we do when you join Octopost, you have a new employee welcome shout out on all of our socials. Um, and then one thing that I have created um, is a weekly employee spotlight. So you can kind of get to know our employees one step um, further and go even deeper. And then I have plans in the new year to do LinkedIn employee takeovers and show what a day in the life working at Octopost is like. Um, I know in interviews, that's a common question. What is a day in the life going to look like when I work yep. here? So I thought, well, why don't we have our employees um, either share videos or images and and actually show this is my day. This is what it looks like. So that campaign is always just so fun because there's so much you can do and it's a it's not product focused at all. Um, so you can really get creative and it's also so fun because the engagement on those posts are always so much higher than say a product update because you know you're resonating with another person. So those are that's always my favorite campaign. I 100% agree. Uh, human-centric content is authentic and more relatable to the audiences. Uh, we've actually seen this at Social Insider as well. We don't usually post content showing off our employees, but when we do, uh, whether it's a Christmas video or an Instagram reel, these posts generate twice the engagement as our regular posts. So that's amazing. Now, um, can you tell us what are the most significant marketing challenges you experience on a daily basis? Well, there are a few, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I feel like I do face many challenges, but it doesn't make me, um, it doesn't, I still love social media just as much, even though there are uh, lots of challenges that I face. But I think the biggest thing is reaching the right people. And at the same time, also creating content that is highly valuable and going to be engaging and starting a conversation. So social media, there's a lot of noise already and you never want to push something out that isn't providing some type of value. You know, you have to cut through that noise and we're not just posting for the sake of posting. Um, but I think it's really hard to zoom in and like actually reach your target audience, get that content in front of the right people and also keep it engaging and have people commenting on it. And one thing that when I started this role was a big challenge for me is getting to know and understand a community that I didn't create. Because with my personal social media, you know, I created that community. I have so many relationships that have been formed. I know what resonates and it comes naturally because I created it. So when I transitioned into this role a few months ago, that's what really challenged me is getting to understand the community and their challenges, their struggles. And it's still something I'm learning every day and, and still working with, but really trying to reach them, even though I didn't create this community. So I think it really just comes down to getting your content in front of the right people, but also making it engaging and exciting and providing value at the same time. So I feel like there's lots of layers to that, but that's definitely one of my biggest challenges that I face every day. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, and I think it's really important that you share this because uh, people tend to avoid talking about challenges. Uh, and I think it's really important to 
uh, to let other people know that it's okay to face challenges sometimes. The most important thing is to find ways to overcome them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, my next question for you would be, how would you describe your company's social media strategy? And I have a personal interest in this question because I also work for a tech company and I feel that that's more difficult to define. <laughs> yes, definitely. So I will say that um, B2B social and the buyer's journey is a lot different than B2C. So in B2C, you know, you can have an ad or an Instagram post and a buyer might click on that, click the link, go to your website and find a product, make a purchase. Pretty linear, um, pretty easy to understand and follow. But the B2B buyer's journey is very, very different. And the one thing we know about B2B buyers is they like to go on this journey alone. Um, they make it through about 70% of the sales process without even speaking to a salesperson. So they like to do their research on their own time. And I think nowadays, I think we all know that we turn to social media for everything. Um, when we're buying something for fun, everything is based around social media. So we know that the buyers are going to social media, um, researching, um, gaining all the knowledge about the product before they're even signing up for a demo. So as a social media manager, it's my job to kind of paint a picture for this buyer and take them on the journey. So our content is based around a few different buckets in order to take them on that journey and to educate them and kind of move them, move them through the funnel. So our first bucket would kind of be Octopus content. So who we are, what we do, how we are providing B2B marketers value, what problems are we solving um, and helping them solve. Um, The next bucket would kind of be B2B social media marketing thought leadership. So how do you nail your B2B social media tips, tricks, industry news, things that are going on, um, inspiration for your campaigns, things like that. And then the final bucket will kind of be our employer branding content. So what it's like to work at our company, um, highlighting our employees, highlighting the fun stuff um, and kind of giving you insight on what it's really like to work here and also trying to attract um, new talent. So it's kind of a mix of all of those, you know, showing what Octopus is, kind of gaining brand awareness then moving into um, B2B social media as a whole and trying to provide a great customer experience. And then finally, our employer branding content. So I would say that's kind of where all of our content kind of lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really love it that it seems really organized. I feel like you cannot be a good social media manager without being organized. <laughs> so I love that. Yes, definitely. And I think yeah. the one most important thing is like having a strategy And always going back to it because, you know, you have your goal set up and you have to have, you know, a strategic approach. You know, social media isn't just aimlessly posting. Everything has a reason and it's very strategic. Um, So if you are not organized, um, you're going to need to be. (laughs) You have to learn to be organized. Exactly. Um, And speaking of how to be a good social media manager, what skills do you think you need to be successful as a social media manager from your experience? Um, well, definitely um, organized, as you could, <laughs> as yeah. we know, like being very organized. Um, but I also think it's important to 
first love social media because if you're not a very social person, you know, we know social media is meant to be social. Um, You're not just shouting at your audience all day long. You need to be talking to them um, and talking with them and engaging with them. So I think being a social person and being able to find a way to be relatable, no matter what industry you are in, is something that will really set you apart, um, being human and, and being authentic. So I think being social, being authentic and being extremely, extremely organized. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this is a good mix of skills that you described. Um, now, because our new normal looks a lot different than, you, than it used to be, thanks to the pandemic, um, can you think of how did the pandemic change your company's social media strategy? Strategy, If you can think about, I don't know, budgets, communication, team cohesion, new strategies, what did you observe? So I will say that I'm still new to this company. I'm only a few months into my role Um, so for us, the pandemic did kind of change B2B social because as we know, things weren't happening that much in person anymore. So people did turn to like social selling on, uh, social media. Although I think nowadays it's kind of just selling because everyone is social now because of the pandemic, you know, everything is happening online. So I think it kind of just helped us, uh, even (laughs) push our kind of mission even further um, because now everything is happening on social media so I think it just kind of helped us as a brand but internally you know um, I think we have pretty good communication and um, kind of workflows set up in place to even though we are remote we know we make it we make it work because our company is global and I work with people in Israel I work with people in London and you know we're kind of spread across the globe so one thing that we have set in place um, for social media posts is a workflow so when I create a post um, it gets sent through to um, other colleagues on my team so they can take a look of it at it before it goes out, just to have multiple eyes on something. So that's just one little thing that we do, um, one little piece, a part of a puzzle. But uh, I honestly think the pandemic and this shift to um, being online, it, it really helped us. Yeah, and I think this is a really good example of taking the good from every experience <laughs> that you have. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, if you could teach me three things about social media or marketing, what would you teach me? Okay, so the first thing, I kind of already touched on this a little bit, but social media is meant to be social. And it absolutely drives me crazy when I see people and brands not responding to comments or engaging. And it, it, it gets to me because social media is meant to be social. We're not just posting and leaving it you know you need to go back and engage and in order to kind of cut through that noise of you know the billions of users on social media I think responding and creating that community is is so important um the next thing I would say is be human and be relatable kind of tying into my last post you know there is so much or my last point there is so much noise on social media. And especially if you are a brand, you know, brands aren't, there's no face to a brand. 
So I think anytime that you can be human or be relatable and make someone on the other side feel something, that's going to set you apart. Because again, we're human, we relate to other humans. And when you can make someone feel an emotion, it's going to set you apart. And my final point would be um, kind of um, since I've worked at Octopus, this I really it's opened up my eyes to the power of this, but harness your employees because they are so powerful. Again, we are an employee advocacy. We have an employee advocacy platform and um, I help run it, but your employees have at least 10 times more reach than your corporate channels. And if you are not utilizing them, you are totally missing out. And we've seen this time and time again. We can post a message on our corporate channel and then also have our employees send out that exact same message and they will get so much more engagement. It will reach so many more people because you know, you are more likely to engage with a person than you are with a brand. So it makes sense. And it really helps build the trust of your customers, your prospects. And I think if you are not using your employees to amplify your reach, I think you are seriously missing out. Um, So honestly, that would be one of my biggest tips is use your employees or mini built-in influencers for your brand. So you need to be using them and it will, it's honestly a game changer for a ton of our customers. Um, And I think everyone should be utilizing employee advocacy. Yeah, me too. I I actually really love this. I mean, at the end of the day, social media is about people. Don't forget about the social in social media. And I feel like these days, a lot of brands just, uh, they are so uh, into numbers and statistics and analytics, and they sometimes forget that these posts are meant for people. So yeah, yeah, I'm really happy that you touched on that. Okay, so moving on to my final question. Um, Please tell us what are your future plans and where can people find you and follow you? Well, um, I have found a comfy home at Octopus and I hope to be here for years and years to come. I love Octopus, so I'll be here for a while. Um, But future plans, like I mentioned earlier, by the time this episode goes up, my podcast will have launched so um, you can find me um, behind the feed um, and that will be on octopost.com you can find my podcast there it'll also be on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube Um, but you can find me on linkedin at olivia messina i'm also olivia messina on twitter and on instagram as well Um, so yeah that's kind of where you can find me and where i'm hanging out (laughs) excellent thank you so much for sharing and yeah looking forward to your podcast (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I've I've loved chatting and talking all things social media. So thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you so much as well. It was a pleasure having you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.